Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast. We covered uh, the story just a few days ago, Pastor Arthur Pawlowski. Uh, last I heard in solitary confinement, we heard from his son. We heard from the editor of Rebel News. We heard from another pastor over in the west part of Canada who gave us incredible reports on what's going on in Canada and updates, but particularly regarding uh, Arthur Pulowski. We have his brother on, David Pulowski. David, we're so honored you're on. Can you give us an update on your brother's status uh, there in Canada? Thank yeah. you. Uh, thank you for having me uh, on, this, on this show. May God richly bless you. Unfortunately, I am right now in China, uh, a dictatorship, and uh, I'm not even exaggerating. Uh, everything that the crooked politicians are doing are against our constitution, are against the Charter of Rights and Freedoms and the Bill of Rights. Uh, everything that the police is doing these days, it's against our laws, our fundamental laws, and this is very alarming. This, is, uh, this has never happened in the history of Canada. Uh, it, it reminds me of my childhood growing up behind the Iron Curtain, where if they wanted to silence the opposition in any way or anyone that would not agree with the dictatorship, they would crush, silence, uh, in jail, torture, maim, or kill. Uh, it's unbelievable what's happening here in Canada. So, so uh, as you know, my brother has been uh, uh, illegally arrested. What I call it's a, it was an absolute illegal kidnapping, and uh, <clears throat> I was I was there when that happened, and uh, the way the you know I have a very hard time calling the police in Canada police anymore. They're acting more like uh, the SS and the CAFO. Uh, you know, my family always respected the law of the land. Uh, we always made sure that we keep the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, the Constitution, and, and we obey that because it was funded on godly principles and righteous principles, but Whatever we see, especially in the past two years in this beautiful land, I, I think I lost all the respect for these people called the police uh, really masquerading in the badges. Uh, it's unbelievable. You know, my brother's been kidnapped literally from outside his home. Uh, they came in few police cars and undercover cars and they run towards him as if he's some mafia or gangster. Uh, he was in the slippers. They tackled him to the ground. They, they moved him to jail. Then he was interrogated for hours. And then what happened was he was abused in jail, tortured. Uh, he was locked in a what it resembled a dock, metal dock kennel. He was grasping for hours for the next breath almost passing out numerous of times. He was denied drinking water for over two days. There, is, there was no running water in the disgusting cell. 
that he was locked in, then locked numerous of times on a hard bench cement cell without blanket, pillow, or any mattress, mocked, cursed, pushed, humiliated, strip searched naked twice because they said they're looking for a contraband. And uh, remember, we are not talking about a gangster here. We are talking about a father of three, a husband, a wife, a brother, uh, a pastor, a clergyman in Canada. He was uh, put in a worst uh, cell in the entire prison. He was denied law representation numerous of times, no family visits, uh, denied even necessities like toilet paper. Uh, he was denied writing material, confiscated written documents to his lawyer. His Bible was taken away from him and ripped in front of him and thrown into the garbage. He's locked for the past 41 days in maximum prison in Calgary, Alberta, 23 hours a day in solitary confinement. He's, he's even denied, uh, he was denied for the longest time his reading glasses. Uh, whenever he would um, try to reason with the guards, numerous of times they would shut the doors right in front of his face as hard as they could. Uh, numerous of times they uh, searched and messed up the entire cell pretty much on a regular basis, like a tornado came in just to humiliate him. Um, Another thing that they're doing is they're turning the lights during the sleeping hours on, on and on and on and on, uh, just to just to deprive not only him but other um, uh, prisoners from sleep. Um, he was threatened numerous of times, and his family was threatened. I was uh, threatened by one of the top jailers uh, for daring to have a vigil outside of jail and protesting the abuse of power and and whatever is going on in this i guess what they want to make a new auschwitz birkenau uh, it's unbelievable what's happening here uh, we are sounding the trumpet um he's holding strong what is the Absolutely amazing thing is that the prisoners, the criminals, the hardened criminals are treating him better than the guards. So what we see, it's a huge abuse of power, but at the same time, we see the, the spirit of God working on the inside and there is a revival. So uh, 41 days already. Uh, what we do is we have vigils every single evening at 7 p.m. in front of the, the prison. Uh, yesterday, we had an amazing, amazing day around there. We did a Jericho walk and we sounded the shofars. And we could see him in a cell because we went around the jail. We could see him. He could see us through a little window. And uh, all of a sudden, we saw a masked guard grab him, remove him from that cell. And he came and he started to do a video and pictures and all that stuff. So they moved him uh, to the other side of the jail. So that's the situation right now.
That is just shocking. It's just stunning. I'm going to go to uh, Mario first for questions. I have several questions. Mario, let's start with you. Any updates on your legal cases to to try to uh, hold accountability and how's it going as far as his potential release? Well, we know for sure that this is a political vendetta. This is uh, the the premier of Alberta, which would be um, um, governor, equivalent of governor uh, in the United States, Jason Kenney. I mean, we know this man for quite some time. This is a personal vendetta. He's using his political position to silence my family, silence my brother. Uh, it's a witch hunt. Um, so what's happening when it comes to the legality of things, uh, for weeks, my brother was denied legal representations. In other words, uh, the lawyers, the team of lawyers that we have tried to call every single day and what the jailers would, I guess, be commanded to do from the, from the higher position, they would just say, okay, just give us a second. They would put the lawyers on hold for hours and the music would be playing in the background. And that, that was for weeks. So they were extending the time of his punishment, showing and exposing more and more that this is not only religious uh, persecution, but this is a personal vendetta. This is malicious uh, persecution of any opposition to, uh, to Jason Kenney, the premier of Alberta. That's using the chief police, Newfield, here in, uh, uh, in Calgary to uh, do his dirty work to silence my brother. On Tuesday, finally, uh, we have a date after 40 some days, we have a date on Tuesday uh, for his bail hearing, which should have been done within the first week. Um, so we'll see. I mean, uh, we pray that they will not just decide um, to change the date all of a sudden, because like I said, it's lawless, lawlessness here. Um, our lawyers uh, having, are having a very hard time to figure out really what is going on here because all of a sudden it's like wild, wild west. The difference is that we are in a way as sitting ducks where back in the day you could actually stand and defend yourself the proper way. That's the situation at this moment. On Tuesday, we will know hopefully the date and the conditions and et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. We'll, we'll be praying for that and for your brother. Back to you, Jim. What are the actual charges? You know, there is, uh, you know, it's like we always said in Poland behind the Iron Curtain, the famous saying of Stalin was, give me a person and I will find a file on him. It is exactly the same thing. They are they are very bad cooks. That's how we kind of uh, always say between each other. Uh, they're cooking up things. Whatever they can find, most of these charges are absolutely ridiculous. Uh, he should not stay in jail whatsoever. One of the one of the, one of the uh, charges is uh, breach of condition for certain hours that the officer decided that she will not accept them. Um, it was in a Christian ministry. So more and more they're exposing that this is, this is a religious persecution against Christianity. Uh, 
Christian faith. Uh, another one is they want to hold them accountable for pretty much closing the entire border in Kutz, uh at the border of Montana and Alberta. Because what was his crime? He went as a pastor to give the truckers hope. And all he said was, stand for your families, stand for freedom. And I think that's what every pastor should do. That's his job, is to give people hope and stand for righteousness and truth. And of course, the fabrication and the lies of the politicians, the mainstream media, is that he incited violence, which is a lie. He never in a speech incited violence. Actually, three times in a speech, he said that we need a peaceful resolution. Uh, three times he said he's not talking about guns, swords, or anything like this, but a peaceful resolution, peaceful non-compliance with the tyrants, with their illegal tyranny. Uh, so they charged them um, over a new act that Jason Kenney here came up with, um, uh, of, uh, closing... Um, I apologize. Um, um, if it's a new infrastructure uh, act. So basically uh, closing um, strategical, I, I'm losing, I, I lost the word, but it's, it's basically they want to hold them accountable for closing the entire board. Um, the third charge is uh, not keeping the peace, which that's nonsense. As well, yeah, yeah. Those are, so those are it's his 16th arrest. I was arrested 13 times already for uh, feeding the homeless, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ in Canada. My brother, 16 times. It's 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 crazy what's happening here, and should be alarming to to you in the south because you know what is happening here. It's going to move to the south. Yes, <clears throat> just we're going to have to go to the next guest here, but very quickly, David. Civil, no, these are not a single civil, li, li, civil liberties group or humanitarian group uh, that is the least bit interested in, in defending him for the way he's being treated. No, actually, you know what's appalling is the silence of the so called leaders of the church. You see yeah. what happened here in Canada uh, or other organizations. All of a sudden, everybody just hid under a rock. That's what it seems like. Uh, you know, I think this is the biggest betrayal in Canada of the church leadership ever, ever in the history of, of, of Christianity. It's unbelievable. It seems like 90, uh, 95 at least percent of the churches have made a pact with the beast. It's uh, unprecedented. It's, uh, it's very alarming. I mean, we are sounding the trumpet wherever we, we go, but I, I really, the deception, the complacency it's it's so huge here david uh, let me ask you let me ask you this question we have ned pray for you uh unfortunately we're gonna be very brief here on this one but is there any value at all from a public relations standpoint of people writing to premier jason kenny and you're probably and and, and attempt to I, i'm not sure the right word here attempt to embarrass or put the spotlight on this egregious treatment of the pastor the problem is, yes, we, we have support. We're more and more people, more and more Canadians are seeing what's going on. 
uh, and people are calling their offices. They are they are telling them how disgusted they are by what they're seeing. Um, but this is this is what we need. We need more exposure. We need more pressure on these tyrants. Uh, the problem here with the mainstream media is that there is only one side. Uh, Trudeau has given hundreds of millions of dollars numerous of times to all the mainstream media outlets. So yeah. he bought them all. And this is, this is a huge problem here because we only get one side of the story, except the rebel news. May God literally bless them because otherwise he would be just... Uh, David, we're going to have Ned. Ned, would you pray for uh, David? You've been, you've actually been incarcerated yourself, haven't you? Yes, thirteen times. Oh my goodness, Ned, pray for these guys. They, they came from Poland. Atrocities under communism, and that, now they're under it again. Lift them up, Ned. Yes, sir. Well, Father, I come before you right now in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we ask for justice to be done in this matter, Lord. Lord, we pray that angels would be sent out in greater number even to move in favor of this circumstance and situation. Lord, we pray right now for whistleblowers out of the prison system. We pray for whistleblowers in the media. God, even the courage of the Russian producer to come and stage protest in the midst of a broadcast, Lord, concerning uh, the war and the propaganda around it. Father, I pray for those kind of courageous people rise up in Canadian, in, in Canadian media, Lord. God, I pray that this story would make it across to the nations, Lord, to our leaders in the federal government, God, that they would begin to speak out on this as well, Lord. May international pressure move on Canada and move on Alberta concerning this, Lord. We thank you for, for Arthur, Lord. We thank you for David, God, and we ask for protection. We thank you for publicity, Lord, and for people who would rise up in places of influence, Lord, and that they would wield the sword of justice in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you, David. We care. Amen. We're going to be coming back to you to be kept informed because we want to be involved in this story with your brother. We, we understand the terrific injustice of this moment. Thank you. Uh, thank you for standing, David. Assure your brother we're standing with him. Thank you. And just uh, the word came to me. I apologize. Um, <laughs> my English is not my first language. It was abating to uh, block critical infrastructure act. Yeah. He's charged under this as the first Canadian in history to be charged under this act for simply having a sermon. Yeah, so, it, you know, it's manufactured and it is distinctive political and religious persecution. So obvious yes. that. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please read the show notes for additional details if you would like a copy of the book or resources mentioned. Remember that WellVersed is a 501c3 tax-deductible nonprofit organization. We rely on your support and partnership. Thank you for listening to the WellVersed podcast. For more information, please go to www.wellversedworld.org.